Oh, hey there, folks. I'm Dave Holmes. Welcome to International Waters, the transatlantic panel show that pits American and British comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale. We're coming to you from California, which is being torn in half by protests over Milo, whatever the fuck his last name is, uh, the, uh, the alt-right provocateur who is uh, sweeping the nation. I'm old enough to remember when we called provocateurs morning zoo DJs. Hey! And just left it at that. Right? Yes. Shouldn't he be with just, like, someone named Stacy? And a, and a fucking sports guy named you know, the Ooze or something, and then he like talks for three hours in the morning, and that's Stacey that. Stacy and the Ooze, I Stace, listen. Stacy Milo and the Ooze, yeah. Rock in the morning, love it. I would I would uh, actively not listen to that. You're listening to International <laughs> Waters. For the nation where Rosie Webster is back on Coronation Street, and that's all I give a shit about these days. Sure, he doesn't. God. Toy- now, there's Toya. Toya goes back a little before right? her time. Toya Wilcox? I don't know. I've been... She's Leanne's like, half-sister or something like that? I've been here for a while now, so I'm, I'm okay. not up on... I'm sorry, Coronation okay. Street. All right. Well, that voice you hear uh, comes from the BBC's Watson and Oliver, and of course, Doctor Who, Ingrid Oliver. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. What's new with you? What's new? Oh, God, don't ask that question straight out of the bat. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I've made a major motion picture. Don't ask the easiest question in the world right No, sure, I know. Well, I always feel pressure that I should have a really good answer. Yeah, I'm, I'm starring in a Spielberg film. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, what? I'm not. I'm not. I'm oh, not. Okay. That's what I should be saying. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just hanging out. Here's the deal, though. You're British, and I know how much you guys can work, <laughs> so I just assumed that you were not fucking around. Not this guy. Not Welcome. Not this guy. Thank you. Welcome, Ingrid Oliver. What the fuck is going on in this studio? People are crawling on the floor. People are whispering to each other. You're like fourth graders. <laughs> I, my, my headphones are literally blowing my head off my head. <laughs> so he turned and, and me down. Somebody was nice enough to uh, turn it down, but it turns out it was John's headphones that okay. turned out. And he went to, to what uh, 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 Chaplin would be proud of his antics. That's <laughs> what I is what I witnessed. Benny, Benny Hill, to use, come on, use your guy. Oh, ne- yeah. Never lay it on thin. Actually, Charlie Chaplin you heard did me. originate as their guy. Don't make me look the Thank fool. Thank you. All yeah. right. Sorry. Much. All right. That's way but too we, we made him big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that, that Irish voice you heard belongs to the writer and director of the uh, the movie Handsome Devil, which is coming out April 7th in the United States. Yes, sir. Uh, when in the UK? Oh, it's the same time, actually. And, oh, really? and Australia, New Zealand. Oh, my God. Yeah. They're... And then off to Netflix? Yeah. And then... Shortly thereafter? Exactly. Yeah. Very exciting. Yeah. Also uh, wrote and directed the movie uh, The Stag, which was released here as The Bachelor Weekend. A fabulous film. Uh, John Butler, welcome. Thank you very much. I'm delighted to be here. I'm delighted that you're here. What's new with you? What, any, working on anything new? Working on a little project with a guy called Dave Holmes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, which yep. may or may not be the best TV show ever. Yep. Time will tell. It may or may not be made. We'll see. Yep, we we'll certainly will. We'll just have to see. Yep. And you're also about to get to work on your third film, yeah? I am. A film called Papi Chulo, which is going to be set in Los Angeles. Fantastic. Yes. Now you're Irish. There's yeah. no getting around it. This no, is, yeah. we may as well address the elephant in the room. Yeah. yeah but you're playing is... for the UK. The UK and Ireland. Why have you chosen to side with your oppressors? <laughs> Sometimes Irish people declare for England um, for cricket and sailing. Yeah? Yeah, there's a guy called Ed Joyce who declared for England a cricket. Okay. Cricket. And there's a sailor called Saskia Tidy. Were they popular back home? They are despised I and bet. they are exiled <laughs> to the Isle of Man. Oh, wow. So, wow. <laughs> there's a lot going on in here, guys. <laughs> yeah. We're rambunctious in here today. Uh, okay, so I need you to come up with a buzzing word that you feel best represents the UK and Ireland. Guinness. 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 Uh, baby Guinness. 
Baby Guinness. What's yeah. uh, Baby Guinness? Baby Guinness is Bailey's and um, oh. y- is it Bailey's and y- y- no, it's not Jagermeister. What is a black liqueur? But it's a it's a perfect Kahlua. little Baby Guinness. Kahlua. Yeah. So Baby Guinness. I'm all I'm into that. Okay. Interesting. Baby Guinness. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a, a good lunchtime beverage. If you say it fast enough, it sounds like Baba Ganoush. Baba Ganoush. <laughs> also good. Also good. Right on Team UK slash Ireland. Now playing for the nation. Yeah, that's good spirit. That's good spirit. Uh, playing for the nation that is already fitting in marches and protests as a weekend alternative to hiking. Uh, he is ramping up for the 12 hour podcastathon, which is coming on March 4th. That's correct. To, to raise money for a uh, smile, smile train. train. Yes, sir. Which fixes up kids' uh, cleft palates. Cleft, uh, children and adults' cleft palates in third oh. world countries that uh, people can otherwise afford that surgery. So, uh-huh. uh, each surgery uh, costs $250, only takes 45 minutes. Great. And we have raised uh, doing uh, my buddies, uh, Matt Belknap and Pat Francis, and oh. I have hosted it now, as you say. Uh, what did you say? It's our eighth annual. Uh, I didn't say. Oh. I also didn't say who you are. Oh, I'm so, Jimmy Pardo. Yeah. Hi, Jimmy Pardo. <laughs> Welcome. I'm sorry. I jumped in to... to uh, well, you get very the, excited about a cleft palate. Well, I'm excited about the charity, and uh, I'm, a, I'm a good person in these troubled times. So you're going to yap away for, uh, for 12 hours. Yes, we have a different guest on every half hour, uh-huh. and uh, last year we raised about one hundred and eighty-five thousand dollars. Wow, Fantastic. during that we do a telethon style, and we've that. raised close to eight hundred grand uh, for this uh, charity. Oh, let's get over a million this year. I would like I to say see let's. that happen. Well, I let's. Say let's. Is, you're a guest. You've been a okay, regular good. guest every Phew. single year, but one where you uh, went up to I want to say Big Sur, oh, Sedona. I think Napa. 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 Yeah, some pretentious something. white vacation. Yeah. Who <laughs> I am? Look at me. Look at me. Yes, oh, I, I know. I'm calling like newsboy cap. I'm saying it to your Where face. Where else would I go? <laughs> I'm saying it exactly to your face. Okay, all right. Well, welcome. Jimmy Pardo. Thank you. And I'm also uh, making myself available for uh, any sort of acting jobs in uh, Papachua. Okay, great. That's not the name. <laughs> Papi That's Chulo. not the name. That's not the name of the thing. Oh, by the way, where can people stream the podcast-a-thon? Thank you for asking. Nevernotfunny.com. Nevernotfunny.com. Bookmark it right fucking now. Uh, also playing for you as she was the voice of Maria on Seth MacFarlane's Border Town. Now you can see her on Fox's Making History. Stephanie Escajeda. Oh, hello. Welcome, Stephanie. Thanks for having me. Lovely to have you. Boy, you just made me feel like a piece of shit. I've raised no money for nothing. Yeah, but you've marched, though. Yeah, I have, and I've thrown some money at some things, sure. but never, you know... In you such ma- a noble way. Have you made a sign? Um, I didn't make a sign, and I felt mm. like I should have. Well, then you are. Baby's, shit. baby's sixth protest. That's what it should have said. <laughs> really? I have a 10-month-old, and she's literally oh been to six protests. Oh, wow. <laughs> I guess I'm a liberal. What if she doesn't agree with you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you about that? She doesn't want to yell Black Lives Matter during yeah. her nap. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, when that happens, you get family ties. Right? Wasn't that the oh, whole thing did. of Family Ties? You're exactly right. Oh, Keaton. Right. Yes. Reagan, uh, Reagan 80s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sweater vest wearing dude. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mel- Mallory. Oh, man. Nick. I miss him. I, I miss Nick. The great Scott Valentine. The great Scott Valentine. Oh. Yeah. I just a, learned uh, his name. Flex. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Team US, what's your buzzing word? What oh, represents our great nation? Whatever Stephanie decides, uh, she's got the child. She's been uh, marching. I've also marched. I'm thinking amosexual. Oh, amosexual. Boy. Yeah, well, that that's somebody like... who loves guns so much they freaking would go to bed with it. Wow. Amosexual. Wow, yes, all right, all right. I don't know. We can't. We nope, just... fine. Amosexual. I'm amosexual in. versus baby Guinness. <laughs> Motherfuckers, we're in it. Let's play International Waters. Now, we're going to start the show with a little pop culture warm-up we like to call What's the Story? You get, uh, yeah, yeah. You get two answers for, two points for correct answers, excuse me. One point for answers that are wrong but funny. If you don't know what I mean by wrong but funny, imagine all the things that are more likely to kill you in America than a jihadi terrorist. So falling out of a bed, getting hit by a lawnmower, getting shot by an armed toddler, and then imagine them all happening to Steve Bannon at the same time. <laughs> you, just had a, you just had a sex dream about Steve Bannon, didn't you? I'm glad we're on to this already. Yeah. Wow. Yep. 
uh, I, I, I genuinely, I know the way people go, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Really? Yeah, it was oh, wow. awful. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it was awful. Was it, it pleasurable it was, and then awful upon waking? It was in, really interesting at the time. And then upon waking, I, I've been in purgatory ever since. Yeah. So I feel so guilty. Did you, don't were look you at me penetrating like that, Jimmy. him or was don't he penetrating you, you? That's a great follow-up. Um, like which one of his gigantic no- facial pores were you penetrating? <laughs> his pock marks. Which oh, one of those God. were you Am entering? Am I the only guy that thinks he's okay? <laughs> yes. <laughs> boy, oh boy, I really I this- think he's just misunderstood. Somebody tweeted that he looks like he uh, opened the Holy Grail, just or the Ark of the Covenant, just a tiny bit. <laughs> yeah. Just cracked it enough to do whatever happened to his face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it created yeah. a great, great conflict in in my in my mind the next morning. And uh, but you didn't answer the question: Who was the top? Certainly didn't. Certainly did not. <laughs> sure did not. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody could have failed noticing. to Fair notice enough. that. <laughs> Fair enough. Question number one. Buzzing with your buzzing words when you know the answer. Special relationship news. Now, it's hard to keep up with politics, as this is taping 10 days before the show goes out. But at the time of taping, Team Ireland and UK is holding hands, and I love it. Uh, at the time of taping, British uh, Prime Minister Theresa May is attempting to make her place in the history books. Apparently as the Smithers to Donald Trump's Mr. Burns on her recent trip to the U.S. to present the U.K. as a viable trading partner to the one person in the world who hadn't heard about Brexit yet, Prime Minister Theresa May brought the Donald a present of a quash. But what is a quash? Uh, You have four uh, potential answers for that. A. Is it a wooden Welsh carved spoon? Is it B. A traditional Cornish egg pie? Is it C. The Gaelic word for vaginal wind or a fanny trump? Uh, which is the origin of queef, uh, painted tastefully on a soap dish, or is it a traditional Scottish two-handled cup? Amosexual. Okay. No, we don't. Oh no, yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What happened? What did I, I do no, wrong? Nothing. I just <laughs> malfunctioned for a moment. I thought Go the ahead. premise was we buzz in with our yeah, words. Yeah, you buzz in with your buzzing words. Well, don't get mad forgot. at me for playing the it's rules. It's hot in here, Jimmy. You Jim- looked at me like I'm the dumbest man alive. Jimmy just he had sex with Bannon, not me. Oh, I had, I had mind sex with Bannon. That's totally different. Yeah, but you're still shamed. You're full of shame because of this. I've been full of shame forever. Bad boy. Uh, Jimmy Pardo, what is it? What's the question? A, B, C, or D? Baby Guinness, baby Guinness. I'm going to go. No, you stay out of it. No, no, no. Ingrid, no, I you said, took uh, too long. That's no, I did not. No, I certainly did not. A pie. The pie. The pie. She Incorrect. Baby pie. Guinness, baby Guinness. Yes. It's got to be a, the Scottish one because he's got a bit of Scott on him and we like to. Is she the wants answer to, is D. Yeah. The answer is D. It is, yeah. It's an engraved cup with two handles which is seen as a symbol of welcome and kinship in Scotland. Mm. Uh, a two-handled cup is also a sippy cup, oh, right? Oh, that's yes, sweet. So Theresa well, May bought yeah, Donald Trump that's very sweet and great a sippy cup. A toddler. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Scotland, from what I understand, fucking hates Theresa May, right? Almost as much as Scotland hate also hates Trump because of, there's been terrible uh, trouble with his golf courses. Yeah, 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 he yeah. wanted to uh, stop the wind farm because it obstructs a view. Yeah. What a fucking dick. Uh, May also brought Melania a gift of a luxury hamper which is just a basket, not something for dirty clothes, uh, from Country Club Checkers, which included shorty biscuits, damson jam, I don't know what the hell that is, and apple juice. So Theresa May got the president and the first lady a sippy cup and apple juice. Yeah. <laughs> That's real. I wish, I wish that was some kind of uh, satirical statement, but I very much doubt that it was. No. Yeah. No, By the way, damson like... jam is the... Uh, the uh... Rival rock festival against Coachella. <laughs> you ever go to Damson Damson Coachella, Ball. which is, is also the, uh, really wonderful on warmed bread. Yeah. Coachella. It does it sound the, like, the they both sound like the, spreads. They both, yeah. Yeah. Nutella. Yeah. I play it. Yeah. What's the, is it the Canyon Club? <laughs> where you like, if you're driving back from Malibu, it's like. You see all the 80s bands? Yeah. yeah. Nancy Wilson. And mm. like uh, some of Cheap Trick. <laughs> yes. Um, Johnny Lang. Always Johnny Lang. Half of Ted Nugent's band. Half of, <laughs> half of Ted Nugent's. Oh, God in heaven. Okay, for a, bonus point, for, for a bonus point, tell us about the worst present you ever received. 
Oh, I can. Okay. Um, my father one time looked at me and I said, well, it's my birthday. And I was with him and he was like, yes. Like it dawned on him that oh, he no. remembered it was his child's birthday. And he went, hold on a second. I have a present. And I heard him rifling through his desk drawer and he came out with a solar calculator and a <laughs> horseshoe. Yay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Dad. Wishes your luck. Dad. God bless him. That's so sweet. Todd's, Can anyone top it? I was, uh, my Aunt Pat for Christmas once got me a uh, candelabra, you, you know, for my collection. Sure. <laughs> and my brother said, I didn't know you collected candelabras. And I went, I do. I now have one. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's where it stopped. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, someone I gave me, gave me uh, I mean, I smoke, so it's my own fault, but they gave me 200 cigarettes. And I kind of feel that. You shouldn't be encouraging that. You shouldn't no. be giving somebody cancer sticks as right. a present. To give, give an ashtray. Yeah. Give a smoking sure. accessory, a fancy Absolutely. lighter. Don't Not don't provide. Cigarettes. Yeah, don't provide the bullet. Yeah, yeah. It's like just giving you yourself. cold cuts and yeah. bread. I mean, I loved it because it saved me lots of money. But sure. still, yeah. Not cool. No. Not do you cool. do you have any of them left? No, I've smoked them all okay. a long time ago. Johnny Butler, only good gifts for you? Yeah, I've I've been showered with amazing gifts for my whole life. Well, great. Points go to Stephanie. You really can't Thank stop the you. solar calculator. Thank you. Uh, question number two. Frito-Lay potato chips, or crisps, for our Brits, <laughs> uh, have found themselves the subject of shade from both stoners and law enforcement alike as a result of their limited edition party-safe bag of Tostitos tortilla chips. In addition to definitely causing heart disease, this special bag provides what service mm. to snackers? Hey, oh. sexual. Yeah, U.S. Uh, it can detect your blood alcohol level. That is correct. It is a breathalyzer yeah. test. Yeah, you gotta tap that bag. Tap that, you know, you breathe into the bag. Yeah, but you gotta tap, tap it. You gotta tap, tap it to that act, bag. You gotta tap it you to activate it or something. You tap you gotta, to activate you and then you blow in. Tap that bag. Yeah, you gotta tap okay. that bag, somebody. No, actually, I think it. I think it measures your alcohol through your skin. So you have to be like, it has to be coming off. You have to be admitting alcohol through like your skin. Well, that's oh, really... certainly done that. Yeah, me too. I've I've had that, alcohol that, that's coming out of right? Yeah, but I had the good fortune of having the police detect that I had had too much. See? Uh, you and me both. Well, I didn't rely on a damn bag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My taxpayer money. Yeah. Let me know. So here's the deal. If the user is sober, the bag will show a bright blue circle. If the user is drunk, uh, then they have blown into a bag of chips. <laughs> and everybody wins. It actually just says, don't drive, I think. And it's yeah. like, yeah, really? But, yeah. But am I drunk? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what else do you have to say to me, bag? <laughs> All right, bonus point. Hashtag food science. If we're going to combine delicious snack food and technology, let's fucking go crazy with it. Uh, give us your best unholy alliance of salty and sweet, like bugles that double as condoms, if your dick is small and a cone. Uh, <laughs> kettle corn hub. Feeds you popcorn while you look at Pornhub. Or the Apple Pyphone 7. How about just goober? Okay. It's like a chocolate-covered ride-sharing service. I like it, and I liked your delivery of it, point so to point to you. Point to you. Anyone uh, else? I like Instaham. Instaham when I'm hungover, and I go through pictures of people's food and bacon products, and then I just have it appear in front of me, please, immediately, mm. oh, I without having to leave that. the house. I will yeah. be your angel investor. Thank you. I'm Thank you. That. Points to you, Let's for sure. I genuinely else? would like um, Shazandwich. Ooh. Which Ooh. you take a picture of, of a, a meal that somebody else in, in your restaurant is having and it tells you what it is so you don't have to ask the waiter. Now, this oh. is like a legitimately oh, good idea. That is a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Super good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Hope you're listening yeah. to Silicon Valley. Yeah. Mine was going to be a pretzel rod that could also be a blow dart. I like your sandwich thing better. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know what? Y'all get points. Y'all get points. Those are all very good. We've moved society forward, I feel like. Do you know there's a, sorry, there's a meat stylus uh, thing happening in Korea. It's really cold in the wintertime and people don't want to have to take off their glove to use their iPhone. So they use like a tube of sausage 
to which apparently feels like flesh. <laughs> oh my God! It's oh. called a meat style. Oh. Away for a minute. Why yeah. do the Koreans no. think of everything? Out of the question. Out of the question. <laughs> All right. Question number three. As the world is thrown into turmoil, the face of a vaunted British institution has announced he will step down, signaling desperation for many who cling to it for hope. Here are some actual comments from this story. Buzz in when you think you know what these people are going on about. Uh, I couldn't even read the article because I was crying so hard. A lot of rumors going around as to why, but at the end of the day, the higher-ups wanted a clean slate. To all those carping that he was too old, he's an alien that's at least a thousand years old. Get over yourselves. Baba it should be very easy. Yes. Doctor Who. Doctor Who this is about correct. Oh my God, Peter I Capaldi leaving. It was about Peter Capaldi leaving Doctor Who. That is absolutely correct. Yeah. Uh, Scottish actor's been swapping jackets in the TARDIS since 2013. He announced he will depart the show after this year's Christmas special. To make way for new showrunner Chris Chibnall to start fresh with a new actor in the role. Or because Peter Capaldi is too old and the BBC is run by the gay Illuminati. It depends on what you read. Yeah, it's weird that he too like wrote old. too old for people's taste over the four years he's been doing the role. Yeah. 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 And 2013 like, he started? Have you seen the people who have played that role in the past? They were very old, right? And yeah. I was like, it was very old. Yes, they, they were. The one before him that I don't know. The, well, well, was there was one, a guy in black and white. I mean, yeah. that's the oldest. That's as old as you can get. How he's probably dead now. Yeah. 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 Huh? Uh, yeah. How do you Dr. feel about Hitt. this? Who? I think I had to feel about. I think Peter Crowdy is amazing. Mm-hmm. I think he also has the energy of a of a five year old toddler. Yeah. Uh, so I, I dispute the age thing, but yeah. But he's been he's you know, been there for three years. So I think it probably he probably you know he wants to yeah. Who do you want next? A woman. Yeah. A lady. A lady. Yeah. yeah. Any particular? But lady? ladies can't be doctors. That's what I was going to say, Stephanie. Thank you for jumping <laughs> in from the lady what point of view. Clearly, becomes... they are ner- it's not nurse who. It's nurse who. <laughs> <laughs> That's. It's that. Nurse Whom. <laughs> I, I, uh, I'd like Jennifer Saunders. I was just going to say that. I'd, I'd like Jennifer Saunders. I think she's amazing. great idea. Right? Great freaking idea. Come on. Let's make it happen. Ingrid, how about you? Are you up for it? Sure. Okay. I keep ringing them, and no one's answering my calls, so <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm sure true. Yeah, they'll get back to me. Yeah. Yeah, that's that'll be fine. Yeah, just yeah. keep calling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Call exactly. again and again. <laughs> All right, round one is over, and our scores are as follows. The UK has six. The US has five. Tight race, tight race. It's a super tight race, and we'll be right back with round two after this short break. Are you sad and confused about world politics? Worried about the upcoming inevitable nuclear war? Or maybe a rat is living in your house? There's a rat living in my house. How do you get rid of a rat from a house? Why not immerse yourself in a completely fictional, imagined podcast for the beef and dairy industries? It works for me. The Beef and Dairy Network podcast is the number one podcast for those involved or just interested in the production of beef animals and dairy herds. Don't worry, it's funnier than it sounds. Find us at beefanddairynetwork.com or maximumfun.org or wherever you get your podcast from. Oh, God, there's the rat. Oh, God. International Waters is supported in part by HelloFresh, the meal kit delivery service dedicated to making cooking fun, easy, and convenient. I have tried HelloFresh and I loved it. Fresh, as the name indicates, uh, delicious, real easy to do in not a whole lot of time, and they include a carb count. I got to count carbs. A lot of places don't do that. They do. Each week, HelloFresh creates new delicious recipes with step-by-step instructions designed to take around 30 minutes for everyone from novices to seasoned home cooks like myself who are short on time or very busy. It's all delivered to your doorstep in a special insulated box for free. For 35 bucks off of your first week of deliveries, visit HelloFresh.com and enter promo code WATERS35 when you subscribe. 
Hey, welcome back. You're listening to International Waters. I'm your host, Dave Holmes. With us playing for the USA are Jimmy Pardo, Stephanie Escajeda, playing for the United Kingdom, and Ireland, too. Uh, Ingrid Oliver and John Butler. Now it's time for a musical round we're calling Drink Liquids Right Into the Microphone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I need to hydrate, guys. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. It's called Lick My Love Pump in honor of Spinal Tap's most romantic ballad. This is our Valentine's Day episode, and uh, so we are here to celebrate the most timeless of pop musical traditions, the love song. I'll be asking you questions about great and not-so-great love songs from either side of the Atlantic. You do not need to buzz in for this round. Team UK and Ireland, too. The, uh, the question number one is for you. The Beach Boys are one of America's most well-known rock and roll bands with a discography ranging from songs about cars to songs about surfing to songs about Christmas, even an unspeakable musical war crime about island getaways off the Florida Keys. Kokomo is unforgivable. Am I right, Jimmy Parker? <laughs> you like shit music, but even yeah, you got to I, I be... think it's a song that uh, is uh, horrible, but when it comes on, you don't go, you know what, This is ho- you leave it on. You listen I to don't. it. Well, when don't, you need vacation ideas, you can listen to the list. Oh. They just go yeah. through it. It's I'll go to helpful. Bahama. <laughs> Fuck you, <laughs> Beach Boys. Don't be mad at the Beach Boys. Anyway, but right. one of their most famous songs almost never got released due to a controversial word in the lyrics. Brian's then-wife Marilyn said it was so great that he would say it and not be intimidated by what anyone else would think of the words or what he meant. Co-writer Tony Asher said no one had done it and Brian didn't want to be the first person to try it. He said we'll just never get any airplay. Isn't that amazing that we thought that? But it worked. So Team UK, what word and what Beach Boys song are they talking about? Cunt. Cunt. That is correct. Always, is it really? My little cunt. Are you kidding me? No. No, I'm not. I'm, that's, not that's not real. Oh, okay, fair enough. That's I was going to say... <laughs> Well, that seems to it be... was Little Deuce Cunt, wasn't that the Little original title? Because <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that seems to be like an explosive word here. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, it is. It yeah, is. yeah. In fact, round. in fact, there was a slight silence descended in the room when I said that mm-hmm. because it's not that big but a deal. You brought the in the temp- UK. You brought the temperature I did bring the temperature. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't. It wasn't that. It was not that. No, it was a. It's a fairly common word that had just never been said uh, mm. in, in a in a pop song or in a title of a pop song. It's not look at that cunt on a surfboard. (laughs) (laughs) We're insisting it's the C word. We just like to say it. That's the thing. A British person says it, and then we all have license to say it, and we can't stop. That's the problem. It's It's like Trump supporters. You're probably going to edit all of this out, but it's such a satisfying word. And I think we're allowed to say it's Shakespearean. It's not. He didn't put it in any of his plays. But Mm -hmm. anyway, it doesn't mean what it means here. No, It does mean the same thing. I know. You know that. Um, It's it's fun to say no matter what it means. Okay. I love saying it. Say it? You haven't said it yet. Oh. Is that what you said to Bannon last night? No. I know we're back there. I, you know what? I actually Wait, think I did. who was back? <laughs> I'm just going through it. Who was back where? That's what kicked it all off. Begs the question. Oh. Okay. What's all, what, what word? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just, I'm thinking balls. No. Beach balls. No. Uh-huh. All right. Five, four, three, two, Neoliberal. One. Uh, the word was God, and the song was God Only Knows. Oh, it it had never been in a song before. never been in a song, Wait, yeah. didn't that you say it was a curse right. word? No. No, no, you just oh, said God, that. I... You just wanted it to be so badly. I, did. I, I think did. she threw us off with it. Yeah, just so mean and everything. Yeah, it felt like a major risk to Wilson because he thought people would think that the song was too religious. Or too square. So there you go. Let's hear a little bit, shall we? This was used for a varnish company in the UK. Really? Ronsu. Yeah, it was a guy painting a deck. 
Nice. Yeah. I just realized this song makes me very emotional. Should you, so we should we should stop it. We should stop it. It's you know it's a beautiful love song. It, it is. Although I do kind of listening to it with fresh ears. It listen. It sounds like the beginning of like a merry-go-round or a carousel. Yeah. That's funny. She said it, calliope, it, it'd be a great soundtrack for a horror film. Beach Boys music because mm. it's the joy is so high, isn't mm-hmm. it? Direct it. That one's melancholy. All right. Team US, question yes. number two is for you. One of the weirdest blips in British pop music happened in 1995. High on the charm of the movie Ghost, the UK was inexplicably obsessed with the song Unchained Melody. So much so that when it was performed by two actors in semi-beloved ITV drama Soldier Soldier, the resulting single became Britain's best-selling song of the 90s. Besides Candle in the Wind, the version that was about Princess Diana. Goodbye, England's Rose. Uh, that remains the UK's best-selling song of all time. Which is insane. Uh, let's hear a clip of the song that was a worm in the ear of everyone in the UK for the entire 90s Robson and Jerome's Unchained Melody. It's like somebody took the original song and just grabbed it tightly by the throat. Yes. <laughs> Isn't it? Took out any soul. Yeah. 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 Any meaning. Objection. Yeah. Objection. Well, here's the, the question yes, before sir. we go any further. For the point, Team US, tell me which famous British music mogul shot to fame when he produced that single. The guy from the X-Pac. You think it's Simon Cowell? I'm thinking of Simon Cowell. I think that's a great guess. You're absolutely yes. right. It was Simon Cowell. Yes. Simon Cowell. Oh, we're I, high-fiving. We're just high, I, that, what does Americans yeah. do? I just, want to, I just want to pay attention to the pronunciation of Cowell by Jimmy Pardo. Cowell? Cowell. Yeah. For humor. I Simon appreciate Cowell. that. By the way, quick side story. I saw Cindy Lauper once in concert, and she did a wonderful version of this song that brought really? tears to my eyes at the concert. It's beautiful. I'll be darned. And it's on her live uh, DVD, if you'd like to uh, relive that memory with okay. me. Okay. Cindy okay. Lauper? Yeah. Don't mock the way we talk over here. <laughs> I know our accent's not as beautiful as yours. You guys sound weird. So wait, so was that not, that was serious, that version of that song? Absolutely 100% oh, it's serious. horrible. Because yeah. I remember, like, I would Isn't read it? the British chart magazines and I saw it, and I just assumed that it was like a parody no, version no. of it. No. Like an no, no. Alexi Sale version. I may wow. or may not have bought that single. I did buy it. You did. We're, and these were, they were young guys? Two actors. They're, still, they're still acting, very successful. They're were they, like, young? Were they middle-aged? Well, sort of in their early 30s, who would they? Who would, the they who would they be now? Like, who, who are Robson and Jerome now? Well, Jerome is in a, in a show. No, I mean, like, who, mm. what's their oh, well, current equivalent? Oh, that is, I mean, I mean, te- they were television stars in right. their early 30s. Yeah. So it would be like two people from Chicago Med. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, actually. Television yeah. has okay. changed so much. Right. It's... Jason Beget, and so he should release a single. Oh, I'd love to hear his voice. Oh, wouldn't it be great? I bet his singing voice is fantastic. Oh, it's going to be gorgeous. If you don't know who we're talking about, it's the guy on one of the Chicago shows who sounds like he's actively having a tracheotomy. <laughs> I would tell you over this about it. I feel re- like it really takes me out of the show that I'm watching to fall asleep at night. <laughs> you know, every once in a while, a worm like you slips off. You know, state's attorney says, there's not enough evidence to prosecute. Uh, anyway. uh, Robson Green now hosts a travel show called Robson Green's Tales from the Coast, while Jerome Flynn is best known for playing the outspoken Braun in Game of Thrones. Uh, his character's catchphrase is, there's no cure for being a... Yes, just say it proud. Cunt. I just wanted to give you the opportunity. Is that actually what he it. says? Yeah. 
Uh, uh, yeah. So yeah, you learn things working with Simon Cowell. By the way, Simon Cowell's previous, uh, like his biggest hit previous to that, uh, was a single from the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I thought it was that wrestling. Didn't he uh, produce that wrestling album in the mid '80s? Oh, I don't know. I believe he did. The, the WWF, uh, uh, I believe it was on CBS Records. I believe oh, wow. he produced it. I believe. I'll be darned. I don't know. I could be 1,000% wrong, but I'm going to stand by this. Feels wrong. Until my wrong. death. Sounds wrong. Uh, Team UK, question number three is for you. In 1984, actor Philip Michael Thomas released a music album called Living the Book of My Life under his record label, uh, his own record label, called Spaceship Records. <laughs> Which that's I love that. Uh, it sold very poorly. This is a sample of why. Uh, the song is called "I'm Not Kidding Around Here." I'm in love with the love that you give to me. It sounds like his synthesizer has been programmed to defy him. I doesn't do. It? Yeah. I- do not hate it. I do really? not hate it. But yeah. if you're in love, I mean, it puts you back to 1984. If you're in love yeah. with the love that's that somebody really... gives to you, you're saying that you're in love with yourself. Yeah, aren't you? Yeah, love, I'm in love with that you. love that you're giving to me. <laughs> I, I love myself. I think I lo- I'm amazing. Yeah, I love who you think I am. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so Team UK, Philip Michael Thomas is actually better known as the star of one of the most influential cop shows of all time. Can you name that show? It's Tubbs from Miami Vice. That is correct. Miami Vice. Wow. Miami Vice. We underestimated your uh, your knowledge of American stuff. Thomas played Ricardo Tubbs. Uh, opposite Don Johnson's Crockett, Sonny Crockett, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, before going on to be the star of a series of TV ads for the Philip Michael Thomas International Psychic Network. Mm, wow. Didn't know about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would think that would be the extent of Philip Michael Thomas trivia, PMT trivia, but you'd be wrong. <laughs> Turns out he actually sued the Psychic Readers Network for breach of contract when he was replaced by fake Jamaican Miss Cleo. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Nobody could have foreseen that. No. Hey. Want a settlement of $1.5 million. For a bonus point, any team can buzz in if you can identify the term that refers to winning the four major American performance awards. This is the thing that PMT Wait, actually... Uh, you know, it's, it's Team US by nose. Egot? Egot yeah. is correct. And Philip Michael Thomas coined that phrase. He got it uh, on a gold necklace. That he wore to the uh, that he wore to some award ceremony in 1984 because he said he he planned to win all of those awards in the next five years. Uh, it is now 33 years How's later. He, he has not been nominated for any of them. Didn't it, uh, Tracy Jordan in 30 Rock? He had an egot necklace. Yes. Did he not? Yeah. Yeah. So that's where they got it from. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. They're making fun of Philip Michael Thomas. <laughs> his his legacy endures to this day. Team US. Question number four is for you. Sonny and Cher's "I Got You, Babe" is one of history's greatest love songs. Uh, UB40 and Chrissy Hind. Memorably did it. Etta James, Beavis and Butthead. Uh, it's also made an appearance in the movie Groundhog Day. It's also made an appearance in the movie Groundhog Day. Hey. <laughs> do you get it? Because hey, it keeps happening again and I again see. in over Groundhog over, Day. Yeah. yeah. I like That's it. It's the whole point of the thing. He keeps living the same day. Anyway, Team US, <laughs> tell me which two British rock legends are putting their unique 1973 spin on this cover version. say we're young and we don't know. And we won't find out. Until we go I don't know if all that's true But you've got me Maybe I've got you I think so Here goes Steph I'm, I'm gonna say I mean, we can keep listening Oh, do we? I mean, this to? really does sound like it's happening in a bus shelter <laughs> downtown. I mean, it sounds like David Bowie and Imam, maybe? Uh, it was 1973. 73. Oh, 73. 73. They were not together yeah. yet. They were not uh, they were together not. yet. Okay, wait. This was David, 19- that did sound like David Bowie to me. 
But he says, pretty with the one fella sounded a little like But then the woman Dylan. came in. Was that madam? It was <laughs> really close. Was, was it the puppet? <laughs> yeah. What a no. joy. No, no, that's uh, Kelly I will Conway. Tell you, you're, you're halfway there. You're halfway there. A David Bowie and, oh, that little yeah, old the, crackle voice. Ah, can you give us okay. the initials? I can give no you some point? hints. I can give you some hints. Yes. Uh, the woman is maybe more famous for being a muse to rock stars. Oh, what's her name? Is it not um, Twiggy? The other one. Uh, got one uh, there's a rumor about a Mars bar. Babaganish, 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 Babaganish. The Ballad of Lucy Jordan. I know it. I can't pull it. It's going to drive me crazy. I know it. Fuck me. No, she fucked everyone. Yeah. I think is the point, right? Yeah, she did. She got around. I don't know it. I know it. You know what? I can't pull it. I don't know it. Is it? Just to steal, because I want to hear you Go say ahead. it. Is it Marianne Faithful? It, it was Marianne Faithful. Faithful. Oh, it was David yeah. Bowie and Marianne, Marianne Faithful. Faithful yeah. Oh, guys. Do and I Got You, Babe, on the Midnight Special yeah. in 1973. Uh, Faithful is dressed in a nun's wimple. Uh, David Bowie is wearing PVC waders, uh, a basque, and dilated pupils. It's on YouTube. You should watch it. Um, I think they might have had a, a nice refreshing glass of heroin just before, <laughs> before the camera started rolling. Uh, it's worth pointing out that if you don't know the answer on this show, just say David Bowie. It will always come back to David. Right. Okay. So just know that. You got that. Good on you. At the end of round two, the scores are as follows. UK's got eight. The U.S. has seven. We'll be right back with our final round after this. My name is Patrick. My name is Parker. Max FunCon has been a huge inspiration in my life. And now I have this network of friends that I've made that span literally across the entire globe, and they're some of my favorite people in the world. I truly cannot believe the amount of wonderful and lasting friendships that have come out of this. If you feel like you might not fit in, as long as you're a good person, you'll fit in because everyone there is good and amazing and kind and wonderful, and you should absolutely go. It will be the best decision of your life. Make a ton of new friends like Parker and Patrick at Max FunCon. Tickets for Max FunCon and Max FunCon East are on sale now at maxfuncon.com. Hey, welcome back to International Waters. And now, our final round. Now, I know both teams have tried super hard, but I want you to know that it has been as useless as any congressional Democrat because the winner of the final round receives one million points, guys. Uh, Come on, Steph. One million points. The Democrat thing cut deep. I know, it really did, right? It hurts us all. Uh, This round is one of our favorites. It's called Reboot to the Head. Okay? Here's the deal. Uh, We all know that no matter how successful something is in one country, it's nothing unless it's been replicated hastily in another. Like coupling, the British spin-off of uh, the British rip-off of friends. Of course, the office, the American method by which Ricky Gervais funds his insufferability. But keeping the love from round 2 going. Today we're going to ask you to make an Atlantic Crossing reboot of a classic romantic comedy from your rival nation. Okay? Team UK, I think you're a little bit in the lead, right? Yeah. I've already forgotten. Doesn't matter cuz you're going first. I'm putting 2 minutes on the clock and you will be rebooting a British version of the teen sex comedy American Pie. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. The film to blame for Jason Biggs. The obnoxious popularity of the term MILF. Eugene Levy's strange descent into increasingly more embarrassing direct-to-video sequels. Sean William Scott. You'll be baking up a British version of the pie-fucking opus. Who are the stars? Where is it set? Why is it so quintessentially British? And what flavor of pie? Start now. Oh, I think... To meat pie. It's a meat pie, and it's it's got to be down. It's got to be set in a Downton Abbey kind of esque period. A period meat pie. And James Corden, I think, is fucking it. James Corden is fucking. 
Well, what's the story, guys? How do we get well, listen, there? Oh, we can't just start in the middle of it. We have to do a story. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think we've got a filmmaker. This yeah. pitch okay, is sorry. off the rails. You're right. Hang on, yeah. yeah, your pitch. We is, have, we okay, open on in... a rural meadow in Wolverhampton. Does anyone know where Wolverhampton is? It's no, but it sounds it sounds quaint. It, it's it's not. We're yeah, wasting time. Yeah, it's Downton Abbey. You're you're right. It's a period piece, isn't it? Yeah. So there's a young group of America of up and coming British actors. You've got Cumberbatch. Yes. You've got Redmayne. You've got Corden. You've got, you got your man, uh, Medicine Sans Frontiere. What's his name? Your man who won the thing? Oh, oh, Hiddleston. Hiddleston. He's uh, can we have some uh, uh, Russell Tovey in there? I just like to see him. Tovey, of course. Tovey's in there. Um, you need some women. You need a woman. You need some women. Tovey plays the Eugene Levy part. Weirdly, okay. Yes, and that just He's works. Nobody just asks why. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, and yeah, so they they descend on this. Uh, yeah, they descend. And so they're young, um, turn-of-the-century Brits on the make. Horn yeah. dogs. Uh-huh. They're yeah. 35. They're 35. They're looking to lose their virginity. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It takes a bit longer in the UK. It just sure. does take a bit longer. Uh, where, yeah, I'm still a virgin. I'm 39, so. Great. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a bit of personal information. You only preserved your treasure. Um, you. So yeah, so they get, so they, it all takes place in, the, in these grounds of this massive house, uh, and they've not had sex yet. Well, who's the hot girl? Who's a young British up-and-coming <laughs> actress hot girl? Maggie Smith. Great. Um, <laughs> so they, I mean, it does write itself, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. So she's a bit of a tease, and they don't get their underway. So the cook, who's the, played by... Who's played, obviously, by um, Robson Jerome. Robson the two of them. Robson. them. But yeah. Robson and Jerome. Make a big uh-huh. pie, and, and so James Corden puts his penis inside it. Exactly. Okay, great. Great. And that's the end? And, yeah, and okay. then they draw an oil painting. Over. Okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, okay, your time is up. I'll remind you the pie scene in American Pie takes place like 15 minutes in. So you've made so, a short. You made a short, and that's great. <laughs> yeah. We're happy for you. <laughs> Budget was incredibly tight, though. Sure. No, I understand. Yeah. I understand. We were really fighting us. Stretch you down. <laughs> we lost a daylight as well. Well, that was good. I was entertained. Team US. Yes, sir. I want you to pitch me a super duper American style reboot of Four Weddings and a Funeral. I see. The original was full of stammering British romantics who couldn't express their feelings. Incredibly posh weddings. Rain, uh, a pre-divine brown Hugh Grant. It was charming. It was low-key. It was staunchly Downton Abbey class. How would America remake this classic for a U.S. market? Your pitch begins now. I think we go ironic with this, uh, Steph. I think we go with the David Wayne sort of thing, like a wet, hot American summer. Into it. And we get those four, like, you get some of those people. And uh, so uh, we, you know, we partner off with uh, maybe a Rudd marries a Polar. And then yes. a Garofalo marries a, a, a somebody else from that movie. I think it all starts at maybe a high school reunion. There we go. There's a right? high school high, reunion. There's a high school reunion that starts, sure. but again, and they're all married already, but they hate their spouses. Okay. So it's this like swapping spit and love and memories, and then they all end up getting divorced. Four of the couples. Hang on, reunions, and but it turns into a sort of sort of turns into marriages. Everybody's swinging. Everybody's swinging. It ends up with marriages, and then somebody comes in, and they are a school shooter, and they kill everybody, and there's a gigantic funeral oh, at the end. Oh, boy. Okay. That is, is that very... a bummer? Sorry. It is a little bit of a bummer. Yeah, so but let's, let's, a flesh bummer. Out, let's, let's pull flesh it out. out the story. There's nothing let's... to flesh out. It, it, it's fleshed out. <laughs> uh, literally, with that swinging scene. Uh-huh. Are you this... kidding me? With the 90s, there's some Hootie the Blowfish playing in the background. Okay, it's a that, reunion. So that's the diversity. Right? Hold yeah. my hand. Right? That song's sure. playing while people are taking their clothes off. Amy Puller's going down on Rudd. Uh-huh. Uh, Garofalo comes in. She's ironic. Sits in the corner and smokes. Uh-huh. Uh, Shows off her tattoos. That's it. Uh-huh. See, you want fleshing out? It's already fleshed out. This thing is already done. There's a bathroom scene where probably Polar and Garofalo, somebody says, I'm pregnant. Mm. And then it's like, dot, 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 by your husband. Oh, oh no. Yeah. What happened? Oh, well, it was during Tooting the Blowfish, uh-huh. back by the punch bowl. Right. Wait, wait, she's pregnant pregnancy. already? That's a quick <laughs> hey. pregnancy. 
I, I know. But you know what? Us Americans aren't much on science. That's right. No. Science! So, science. Go ahead and skip forward. Um, okay, so not a school shooter. Let's make sure that that... Okay. I'll take that off. I'll take that off the plate. Sure. Uh, you the don't funeral like that. happens when... <laughs> The baby does. No, okay. Just give me. I'm very. I think she aborts right the now. baby, and that's the funeral. <laughs> because we're not. We, oh, have, because, to have, funer- we have to have funerals. Because Pence for, makes her have right. a, a funeral for that aborted okay. baby. Okay. So it's topical yet retro. Sure. Four weddings, some swinging, and a forced funeral. Yes. Mm-hmm. Forced fetus funeral. Come on. Forced we fetus thought funeral. this through. You heard their mess. Yeah. They're, they're, they made a short. We got okay. two men. We got. But we by the way, Mark's line sequel. Mark's mother. Mark Mother's Bra does the music, and it just sets the whole thing on a new kind of like indie level. Everybody kind of. You know, hipsters and mainstream get yep. it. Right. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm sold. I'm sold. Thanks. Hold on. Let me let me let me tell the points. I mean, we have we have we have period drama. We have we have exotic pies. Can I say Taylor Lautner makes sort of an and appearance yet, and yet in the other hand, We got Lautner. And we just signed Lautner. We've got Lautner. We got the we got Polar and Lautner. We got Polar and Lautner together. Together again. Um British budget. We and and the United States. Oh, that's true. It's a really good point. All of ours oh. takes place in a gym. It's cheap to make. Oh, boy. Fox yeah. is behind it. They make terrible decisions. You know what? No, my country needs an ego boost. U.S., you have won. Congratulations. Yeah, I've never won on this show before. Never won on this show before. <laughs> I'm not good at it. I'm not good at it. <laughs> that is just not true, Jimmy Pardo. You're a winner. God damn it. Steph Curry, You're a winner team. for our whole country. Yes. Suck it, Trumpsters. Oh. <laughs> Well done. Now, before we finish, do you have anything that you want to plug? And then to offset the ego karma, something that someone else did that you love that you want the world to know about? Stephanie, we'll start with you. Um, I have very little to plug. My, You can follow, actually, I've just started an Instagram account for my five-year-old daughter. Mm. <laughs> that sounds disgusting, but I, she is. I was is, just going to say that, yeah. Yeah. She's a, a funny kid, and uh, it's called Kidfluencer. Uh-huh. Because she just dresses ridiculously. So um, it's just her being an influencer of Instagram, but I write it kind of with a comedic oh, I twist. It. I love it. Um, thanks, guys. And yeah, I would plug uh, Making History is coming up on Fox starting March 5th. Right on. Um, it's going to be an awesome time travel sitcom. Fun. So I play Make a Pwn in two of the episodes. Great. Let's just watch it. And then I would say to offset the ego, um, I've been enjoying Search Party. Yeah, it's yeah. a fun show. An amazing fun. show. And um, also I would say I watched a very depressing documentary that was actually like also uplifting called Gleason about oh, an NFL too. player. Yeah, I heard that was made by good. a buddy of mine, Seth Gordon. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So you, you've uh, you've pitched, you've plugged somebody else's thing, and you've name dropped. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Mission accomplished, Stephanie Escajeda. <laughs> Jimmy Pardo. Oh, Hello, thanks. Dave. Right. Uh, of course, I'm plugging Podcastathon. Uh, of course. March the fourth, you can stream that live at NeverNotFunny.com. We're raising I'll money be, for Smile Train. I'll be coming by what time? Well, uh, have we sort of that time idea? to be decided, sir. Time TBD. Time and I'm coming TBD? by when? When am I coming? Uh, you are not yeah. invited. In no. fact, we insist you stay away and just uh, watch it online and donate money. Okay. Uh, and, uh, you know, I just hosted, I was, uh, and I apologize to anybody whose name I do not remember here. I hosted a show at the Riot Comedy Festival with a bunch of young comedians. Mm. And uh, as I tweeted out when it was over, uh, the future of comedy is looking great. These were all, I enjoyed every single one of them. Okay. But right this very <laughs> second, I'm in a panic, and I can only remember Gary <laughs> Jimmy Peterson. <laughs> says, be sure to check out some young comics. I, I'm going to give you two names, Gary okay. Peterson and Sean White. But then there was also uh, the, the young girl that uh, co-hosts Brandy Posey's podcast with her. She was funny. Tess Barker? No. Um, Barbara Gray? That's it? Yeah. And then there was a an African American lady, Shawena. Uh, damn it! Anyway, they were all great. Yeah. So go look for that lineup online of uh, the comedians to watch at the uh, Riot Festival that I hosted, okay. and they were all terrific. And I wish all these young people good luck. 
uh, in a tough business at a tough time to be doing comedy. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jimmy. That was heartfelt. John Butler, what you got? I might start with the recommendation of the other work. Uh, and uh, Other people I saw like three months ago, so it's not particularly new, but then all the Oscar nominations came in and it wasn't included in any form. And I think it's such a wonderful film. It really is, and it's on Netflix now. It's on Netflix now. Chris Kelly directed it, Molly Shannon, Jesse Plemons. It's beautiful, it's hilariously funny, it's desperately sad. Yeah. We saw it together, and we both heaved with sobs. Yeah, I literally cried, and then I watched it uh, a couple of weeks later uh, and cried again. Mm -hmm. It's just wonderful and so funny, and I, it's the kind of film that should be showered with plaudits, and it seems not to have been, which is a pain in the ass. Yeah. I think it's beautiful. Yeah, so, it's gorgeous. Um, and, uh, yeah. And yourself. Oh, I don't want to talk about the fact that Handsome Devil is coming out on April 7th, theatrically, in the U.S., um, but I will. And, okay. uh, yeah, it's a high school film, uh, coming-of-age story. It's gorgeous. And I hope you like it. You will. Ingrid. Hello. Uh, so I'm going to well, plug. Uh, I am in a film coming out called You, Me and Him, uh -huh. starring David Tennant, uh, an ex-Doctor Who, of course. Uh -huh. Well, he's not. He's an ex-Doctor. Right. Um, and directed by Daisy Atkins. Uh, it's a camp comedy. And then I, I'm not on Instagram. I've come off all social media. So that's not good a thing. That is it's, a I've literally good gained oh. hours back in my day. I, I, you are living my dream. Yeah, and yep. as a result, <laughs> I can recommend a book because I've had time to read one of those. Go back. What? Uh, recently. Sorry, actually, can you define what that is? <laughs> and, it's, and it's actually an English book, so it's for English listeners, really. But uh, it's, and it's not new. It's called What's Left by Nick Cohen. Uh, and it talks about liberals and how we are quite sometimes, mm, I'm, yeah, so we need to be smart about certain things and sometimes we're not that smart yeah. and so it's just quite an interesting look because we, we tend to point fingers at the right in the show in this business week called show because we're all liberals really yeah. um, also we need to look at some of the things we do ourselves so yeah What's okay. Left which is a very interesting What's book left? What's yeah. Left yeah thank you Ingrid pleasure alright Ingrid Oliver John Butler Jimmy Pardo Stephanie Escajeda thank you all so much for being here on International Waters you there with the headphones thank you for listening and we'll see you next time You've been listening to International Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing with Jimmy Pardo, Stephanie Escajeda, Ingrid Oliver, John Butler. Our theme music is USA vs. White Noise by Ladytron. Thanks to them for letting us use it. If you haven't already left us a review on iTunes, would ya? Please. Helps us get the word out to new listeners, and it's just fun. Brightens your day. Uh, the show was recorded at Max Fun HQ in Los Angeles. The script was written by Sarah Morgan and Riley Silverman. Our producers are Christian Duenas, Jennifer Marmer, and Laura Swisher. Bye. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.